amazing intergalactic adventure zone, Captain Flashman, Defender of the Universe! In our last episode, Captain Flashman, his fiancée and main squeeze Eve Arden, Prince Belfast, and Dr. Krakow burrowed into Khan the Cruel's palace using Belfast's newly invented electric badger, but were captured by Khan. Unwilling to bend the knee to Khan, all were sentenced to life as slaves in the busiest, yet most understaffed restaurant of the Vulture People. While en route, they escaped their cells, only to find that the transport ship they were traveling on had caught fire. Unable to leave the doomed ship, the four friends formed a human ball to lessen the impact of the crash. Will they survive the crash? And if so, will they be forced to work in the busiest, yet most understaffed restaurant of the Vulture People? But before we learn of their fate, let's have a word from our sponsor, Hargrove's Emulsified Nose Drops. Say, boys and girls, did you know that Hargrove's Emulsified Nose Drops don't look, taste, or smell like medicine? That's because we've added lots of artificial colors and sweeteners to hide its true flavor. Even so, Hargrove's Emulsified Nose Drops are still highly effective when compared to other less effective nose drops. So boys and girls, the next time you reach for a nose drop, why reach for a medically less effective nose drop? The answer, of course, is don't. Instead, kids, influence your mother into getting you a bottle of Hargrove's Emulsified Nose Drops. When we last left our story, Eve Arden, Prince Belfast, Dr. Krakow, and Captain Flashman had formed a human ball to protect themselves as the transport ship they were incarcerated on crashed. Where are you? Over here, Flashman. Thank God. I thought you were dead. I'll never die, Flashman. Not unless I'm in your arms. Then we'll make sure that never happens. Oh, Flashman. How can you be so cruel? I just mean I want to be with you, Eve. Flashman! Over here, Prince Belfast. Thank heavens you're alive. Your idea about forming a human ball saved us. That's my job, Eve. Saving people. And that's why I love you, Flashman. But it looks like everyone else has died. If they'd been able to form a human ball, then this carnage could have been averted. Thankfully, Dr. Krakow was able to swear Prince Belfast in as an honorary human being. Otherwise, our fate would have been sealed. Yes, sealed like a bottle of Advil. With the child-proof caps. Exactly. I don't understand. Flashman can't open those. I just can't seem to push and turn at the same time. Multitasking is not my forte. Returning to Dr. Krakow, has anyone seen her? I have. Dr. Krakow! By the grace of Tapau, you've survived. I have. We should probably get out of here. Yes, the Vulture people will soon be here to scour the crash site. We could take cover in those woods. Fleshman, give me a minute to go through this wreckage. I noticed some pieces of scientific equipment that might be useful. You know what they say. Never walk away from a piece of scientific equipment that might be useful. Do people really say that, Dr. Krakow? I do, Eve. And as you know, scientists count more than regular people. Okay, but hurry, Dr. Krakow, and once you've found what you need, join us in the woods. As Captain Flashman, Eve Arden, and Prince Belfast make their way to the woods, Dr. Krakow returns to the wreckage and starts to pick through various pieces of equipment. Let's see. I saw something that looked vaguely electric over here. And everyone knows that electric things are very scientific. 
Yes, there's one. Oh, wires. This must be very scientific. I'll take that and a plug. Now to rip it out of its socket. There, that's something shiny that might be of use. Just as Dr. Krakow reaches for something particularly shiny, a loud swooping sound is heard. Immediately, Dr. Krakow runs toward the woods where the others have taken refuge. Unfortunately, she was weighed down by electrical equipment that looked vaguely scientific and was caught by a battalion of armed vulture people. Flashmen! Flashmen! Help! The vulture people have me! Unable to help their friend, Captain Flashman, Prince Belfast, and Eve Arden watch helplessly as Dr. Krakow is whisked away towards the city of the vulture people, which sits high above, suspended in space. They've taken Dr. Krakow to their city. We have to save her. I'm sorry, Flashman, but no one can save her now. What do you mean, Prince Belfast? No one captured by the vulture people has ever lived to tell about it. How do you know this? I was once captured by them. And you escaped? Only one person ever captured by the vulture people has ever escaped and lived to tell about it. How terrible. But we've got to try. How can we reach that city suspended in the sky? Even my electric badger can't get us there. Prince Belfast is right. His electric rodents travel underground, while their city is suspended above the surface of the planet by powerful laser beams. There must be a way to get up there. I'm afraid we'll just have to learn to get along without Dr. Krakow. We can't give up so easily. Sure we can, Flashman. Remember how the Supreme Court eroded women's rights and you said... I forget what I said. You said that sometimes giving up easily was the hardest thing to do. It seemed so profound. But my mother said you were just being lazy because the erosion didn't affect you. Your mother was right, Eve. I was just being lazy. But that won't happen this time. This time we won't do the hardest thing by giving up easily. This time we will do the easy thing, which is always the hardest to do. But do we have the expertise to do the easy thing? Eve is right. We'll never be able to reach Dr. Krakow without Dr. Krakow. She was the only one who had the knowledge to build a spaceship that could get us there. We're stuck. That is unless something wholly unexpected happens. But something unexpected will happen, Prince Belfast. It always does. If it always happens, then it can't be unexpected. We've got no time for philosophical semantics. We've got to save Dr. Krakow by standing around waiting for something unexpected to happen. Flashman, I hear a rumbling sound. That would be the unexpected thing that always happens. Look, a rocket ship is bearing down on us. And a rocket ship is exactly what we need to reach the suspended city. And it's making a perfect landing perfectly. I wonder who that expert pilot is. We'll know in a second. The doors of the rocket ship are opening. Say, that pilot is a woman. And she's holding a ray gun. That's no pilot with a ray gun. That's Princess Halo. Yes, Flashman. I have, like, returned. Why? Why do the birds suddenly appear? Every time you are near, just like me, they long to be close to you. What are you saying? I'm saying I'm in love and I mean to have Flashman, no matter what. So that ray gun is your way of saying you love me? Yes. Between this ray gun in my right hand and the box of chocolates in my left hand, I've covered all the bases. So now that the wooing is over, I need an answer. Will you marry me, Flashman? Keeping in mind that if you say yes, 
I will free your friends, but if you say no... I am not afraid to die. Not as long as I can die in your arms, Flashman. I'd like to get a say in this. And if I refuse... I will take you to the vulture people, where you will die as a kitchen slave. I can survive their slave restaurant. Uh, I really would like to be part of this discussion. You don't know what brunch is like in that city. The tips are terrible. And the lineups go on for, like, blocks. Sunday brunch doesn't end till Wednesday. No one can survive. Maybe you should marry your flashman. She does have chocolates. He can never marry someone other than me. So... What's your decision? If I must choose, I choose Eve and death. Exactly. Forever. Together. Dead. Ah, rats. You've made your choice. But remember, you'll never survive their all-you-can-eat Sunday brunch buffet. Immediately, Princess Halo signals the leader of the Vulture People. And within half an hour, Captain Flashman, Prince Belfast, and Eve are in the city of the Vulture People the aptly named Volpolis, where they are arraigned before the mighty queen, Volcaren. My compliments, Volcaren. You have captured us and put us on trial all within half an hour. Ah, thank you, Captain Flashman. But the truth is, I used to run a pizza delivery service before I became queen, so I do everything in less than a half hour. You have no authority to judge us. There you are wrong, Prince Belfast. My overlord, Colin the Cruel, has made provision in the law that allows me to judge the fate of all brought before me in Volpolis. However, before I decide on your case and find you guilty... Please, Your Majesty, I beg you, don't separate Flashman and me. We belong together. You want to be together? We're engaged to be married, Volcaren. It's true. I've seen him kiss. Really? And where have I seen you, Prince Belfast? <laughs> well, you probably recognize me as the leader of the Alliance of Rebels of the Southeast. You're the head of ours? Well, we've changed our acronym. We are now Rebels Against Despots, better known as RAD. That's much better. Thank you. But I've made my decision... Flashman and Prince Belfast shall be taken to the kitchen of our busiest yet most understaffed restaurant to work endless shifts at their Sunday all-you-can-eat brunch while Eve will stay here with me. No, we want to die together forever, dead. Take them away! As the guards lead Captain Flashman and Prince Belfast away, Eve decides on a new plan of attack to help free our hero. So you love this Captain Flashman, do you, Eve? With all my heart. In fact, I love him with all my major organs. Even your spleen? Especially my spleen. I have a very romantic spleen. To love someone with even your spleen is a sign of great passion, Eve. But that passion is wasted on Captain Flashman. What do you mean? How can you love such a helpless man like Captain Flashman when there are so many others around who truly deserve to be loved by someone as pretty as you? 
Who do you have in mind? I don't want to brag, but I am a queen. Maybe I was hasty about Flashman. He is, as you say, but a youth, and not nearly as impressive as you. I bet you say that to all the royalty who've incarcerated you. No, just you, your majesty. Call me Vulcarin. Okay, Vulcarin. Is there anything you would like? Just to be near you. You are a discerning little bird, aren't you? (laughs) How could I not? Mm, Are you hungry, my little bird? Perhaps you'd like a little snack, a little cuttle bone. It sounds divine, your majesty. Try some. They're ketchup flavored. No, tasty. You can only get ketchup-flavored cuttlebone here in my city. We even list it in the brochure under cultural advantages. Another? One is quite enough. Vulcarin. I knew you would appreciate it. Would you like to rub my plumage? Of course. Who wouldn't want to rub your plumage? You know, since Flashman is so unimportant, maybe you shouldn't bother enslaving him. He's a weakling and must be punished. He's not worth the bother. It's never a bother to punish someone so puny. But you can't. I can't? It's not right. He never hurt you. Right has nothing to do with it. I like to punish men like Flashman. But I ate your ketchup-flavored cuddle bone. While I appreciate your enthusiasm for our delicacies, that won't stop your friends from meeting their fate. They will work at our busiest restaurant where they'll wait on our bird people until they die. No! And you, Eve, you will be my talisman. My human talisman. And you will sit at my side like the pretty little birds you are. And you will rub my plumage over and over and over for the rest of your natural life. Ha ha, ha, ha ha. While Eve is pleading her case to Vulcaran, Captain Flashman and Prince Belfast are reunited with Dr. Krakow and put to work in the birdcage. Driven mad by the rude comments, low tips, and the unrelenting cleaning of the communal water bowl, Captain Flashman reaches his breaking point. I'll not fill another order for a grub smoothie. Do you hear me? I'm mad as hell and I'm not gonna take it anymore. And with that, Captain Flashman hurls the grub smoothie at the captain of the guards slash head waiter. Fearing for Captain Flashman's life, Dr. Krakow intervenes and pleads with the captain of the guards slash head waiter. Please, do not kill him, Captain. Why shouldn't I? He is new here. I'll make him toe the line from here on in. Please, just one more chance. I beg you. All right, but he works a 
double tonight. Of course. And next time, next time, I'll send 10,000 volts of electric current through his leg irons. He will not transgress again. Why did you promise that? Because he would have killed you. Dr. Krakow is right. These leg manacles that we're wearing are wired for death. But I can't take this anymore. We've been here almost 20 minutes, and I've already filled a dozen orders for grub smoothies. I'm going insane. You have to hold on. And God knows what's happening to Eve. I shudder to think what she's going through. Get back to work, you slaves. Those seed troughs aren't going to fill themselves. Yes, Captain. And more carrion to table eight. They've been circling for almost an hour. Of course, Captain. We must do something. We can't keep up this pace. Flashman is right. There must be a way out of this prison they call the birdcage. Cage? Yes, that's it. What does every birdcage have? Newspapers on the floor. A shiny toy? A mirror. Flashman is right. But I haven't seen any... Exactly. So my question is, what's under that blanket in the corner? I'll bet it's a mirror. Me too. And what better way to distract these bird people than with a mirror? Yes, birds are mollified by mirrors. So here's my plan. You attract their attention while I'll pull up the covering of that mirror. Once they're hypnotized by the mirror, we can disarm them. But what if this plan doesn't work? This plan will work. How do you know? Because a scientist is involved in the planning of this plan, and a plan planned by a planning master like a scientist always works. Then plan to count me in. Immediately, our heroes spring into action to implement a plan planned by a planning master planner. Hey, look at me, bird people. Look at me. As the whole room turns to look at Dr. Krakow, Captain Flashman quickly and with great speed runs to the mirror. Hey, you bird brains, look over here. Rock, what's this? Who's the freak without the feathers? I should have killed you earlier, Captain Flashman. Before you do, look at this. See, they are totally mollified. Who's a pretty captain? Pretty captain? Pretty captain? Pedalfast, grab his ray gun. Got it. Now, shoot these manacles off. We're free. And you know what that means? No more grub smoothies? Well, yes, that too. But more importantly, it's time to free Eve. This way. In the bat of an eye, two shakes of a lamb's tail, and before you can say Jack Robinson, Captain Flashman, Prince Belfast, and Dr. Krakow return to Volcaren's throne room, where Volcaren is busy explaining to Eve how she rose from her humble beginning delivering pizzas to becoming queen of the vulture people. So once I drank the elixir, I had the strength of ten vultures. Then, of course, when I entered the tournament, the outcome was a foregone conclusion. No one could defeat me. I easily bested my sisters and snatched the crown from the dying queen's claws and then in a loud voice proclaimed myself queen of the vulture people and claimed the throne here on Volpolis. 
This is normally the part of the story where the audience applauds. I was hoping for a little more enthusiasm. How can I be enthusiastic when you're holding me prisoner against my will? Hmm, perhaps if you rubbed my plumage again, it would raise your spirits. I don't want to rub your stupid old plumage. You know it only turned bright red because I'm thinking about you. Your plumage means nothing to me as long as I'm away from Flashman. Oh, give it a little stroke. Come on, you know you want to. No one wants to stroke your plumage, Volcaren. Least of all, Eve. Oh, Flashman! That's right, Eve. I'm here to save you. We've escaped. We used a plan planned by a master planner. It's not possible! Anything is possible when a scientist is involved in the planning. Seeing her precarious situation, Volcaren grabs Eve and raises her razor-sharp talon to Eve's porcelain throat. <gasps> One more step and she's buzzard meat, Flashman! You can't do that to my girl! Armed only with his fist of fury, Captain Flashman drives his right hand into Volcaren's beak. The mighty queen of the vulture people staggers back like someone who'd just recently been punched in the beak with a fist of fury. Bellowing like a mad bird, she thrusts one of her talons against Captain Flashman's throat while the other reaches for her trusty dagger. Pull out the mirror! Immediately, Dr. Krakow produces a full-length mirror that she had secreted upon herself. Who's the pretty queen? Pretty queen! Pretty queen! With Valkyren hypnotized and jabbering away at her own reflection, Captain Flashman hits her with the left hook and knocks her senseless to the floor. Pretty queen! Oh, Flashman! You saved me! That's my job, Eve! Oh, Flashman, she made me rub her plumage. That is disgusting. There was nothing I could do. That's nothing, Eve. We had to clean their perches. Without gloves. Our handy wipes. It's best we not talk about the horrors of captivity, Prince Belfast. Flashman is right. Such talk could trigger a bout of post-traumatic stress. Stress can't hurt me. Not as long as I'm in your strong and tender arms, Flashman. Mm. Yes, Eve, these arms were meant to hold and protect you. And by heavens, they will. As long as I have... Well, arms. Flashman, while you and Eve are snuggling, do you mind if Prince Belfast and I go look for some electrical things? They are often of scientific value. That's a great idea, Dr. Krakow. I have a new idea for a burrowing machine. An electric vole. I saw a bunch of electrical stuff in the room down the hall. Now, is it a bunch of electrical stuff or a den of electrical stuff? Mm, I'm pretty sure it's a bunch. Just don't go too far. We might need to get out of here in a hurry. As Dr. Krakow and Prince Belfast leave to scavenge for vaguely electric-looking equipment, Flashman and Eve are left alone, except, of course, for Volcaren, who lies on the floor. Do you think Volcaren's dead? I don't know, Eve, but let's not bother wasting time finding out. But it might be important. Isn't it enough that she looks dead? Shouldn't we know for sure? I don't see how knowing could possibly help us. Let's go join Dr. Krakow and Prince Belfast so we can find our way out of here. Uh, darn. What is it? 
It's one of those doors you have to push and turn at the same time. Let me. There. Let's go. Once in the corridor, Eve and Flashman begin to walk. Listen. What is it? Footsteps. It's probably Dr. Krakow and Prince Belfast? Those are bird steps. That must be Volcaren's guard. We've got to get out of here. This way. Stop. What is it? Listen. More bird steps. Let's try this passageway. I think we're trapped. Let me get into your arms so we can die together, forever, dead. No, Eve, I have a better idea. Let's get back to Volcaren's throne room. Finally, Eve and Flashman make it back to Volcaren's throne room. We made it. We'll be safe here. Will you, Flashman? Or will you die the death of a thousand and thirteen deaths? A thousand and thirteen? Yes, I threw in the extra thirteen to make it even more unlucky! Ha ha ha! Will Flashman and Eve die the death of a thousand and thirteen deaths? Will Dr. Krakow and Prince Belfast make it back in time to save Captain Flashman? Or will they, too, die the death of a thousand and thirteen deaths? To find out the answer to these and many more questions, remember to tune in again next time for another thrilling episode in the intergalactic adventures of Captain Flashman! And remember, boys and girls, Hargrove's emulsified nose drops doesn't taste like any other medicine. And that's because of the artificial colors and other fun chemicals we've added to disguise the true flavor of our product. So next time you're in the mood for an artificially tasting but effective dose drop, badger your mom for Hargrove's Emulsified Dose Drops. And don't forget, boys and girls, to tune in again next time for another in the continuing intergalactic adventures of Captain Flashman, Defender of the Universe! Thanks for listening to Captain Flashman, Defender of the Universe. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the show and give us a glowing review. And if you're feeling exceptionally good-hearted, go to the Captain Flashman website and become a supporter of the show, where every dollar you pledge goes to help Captain Flashman fight evil in the universe. And of course, remember to tune in again next time for another thrilling episode of Captain Flashman, Defender of the Universe.